off the groove with Scotty Dubler. Friday, December 10th, 2021, episode number 210. The year is winding down and silly season is heating up. Dude, it, it, it's been in full effect for the past month, let's be honest. Dude. Silly season in full effect, no doubt. Absolutely, absolutely. And there's there's a few things that aren't made official yet, but there's a lot of rumors tell me, going around. Tell me, tell me, tell me. Well, I just saw, and, and I haven't seen a press release, but first impression race team... It's going to have four riders. What? Did you see that? I saw that. Let me see. I saw that on uh, Instagram yesterday, actually. So they're actually all, he- all heading to the Panhandle Clash down there in Pensacola. Four riders. It's going to be interesting. That's a big deal, man. I-, I did not see that coming. I didn't even hear about that. So um, there are more than a few press conf- or press releases to talk about. for dude. <laughs> yeah. Like I don't even know if yeah. we caught them all because uh, I've been all over the world. I, I, You've been all over either. the world. Like There's so much to talk about here. I guess the biggest one for me is AFT's putting out yesterday uh, on, which would be Wednesday of this week, a multi-year deal with Fox Sports. I think to be on a major network like that, Fox Sports, and then sometimes on FS2, uh, bringing you know more coverage than what's on FS1, I think that's huge. Uh, they didn't announce who the talent's going to be yet. Uh, if you read the fine print, all that's to be announced. So my phone started going crazy because it doesn't really say anything about streaming. I bet. And doesn't you know? Some people thought I might be out of a job. <laughs> uh, at this point, at this point, I don't think so. But you know, who knows? I mean, I I don't know. I I'm con I'm contracted year to year for those people that don't know that. And it's kind of a the off season. You you assume you're going back. You know, I've been there 13 years. I don't know why I wouldn't go back. But you know, sometimes change is good. So we'll see. I'm, I mean, I'm not too worried about it. I would like to know, but you know, that's all right. Um, the other press release that came out on Wednesday is the Mission Production Twins Challenge. Big deal. Uh, the way, yeah, the way I read into it, the top four from the Production Twins main event will qualify into the Super Twins main event. So the way I'm thinking it through my head is we'll have to do the Production Twins main first, do their podium, then run the singles main event, give those Production Twins guys the top four time to go make changes, you know, probably put on a new tire and then get ready for the super twins. And then there's big money involved. If, if you can make all of the main events and move into the super twins, there's a lot of contingency or like, well, there's contingency from mission. Uh, I don't know if you even call it contingency. I guess there's purse money from mission. And then if you make all four, there's bonus money yeah. too, or you can make every main event, there's bonus money. So that was huge. And then the, the last one, uh, I didn't dive deep into the rules package. I think maybe we should reach out to Dale Jones and and get his take on the new rules. But uh, the way I understand it is they're trying to make the race bikes uh, more equal to the other bikes or the other bikes more equal to the race bikes. However, you know, race specific bike, which is the Indian. Yep. I'm not going to we're not going to beat around the bush. Basically, uh, I don't know that they're trying to slow down the Indian as much as help the other teams keep up. Uh, I've heard restrictor plates. I know um, lighter flywheels. Uh, they were talking about even changing the crankshaft, but I don't know how they could manage to keep an eye on that because you can't tear down the cases after every race. So there's several w- rules in there. Uh, uh, restrictor plates or restrictors, uh, kind of like what they used to do in the past. Um, you know, when they start started using restrictors a long time ago, it was for safety because they thought the bikes were getting too fast. Yeah. Now, this might be a way just to kind of even it out. Uh, and then, you know, making their way to 2023, there'll just be one twins class. So they're trying to equal the playing field right now. Well, I heard, and this is just a rumor, uh, 
but I'm going to go ahead and say it. Uh, I don't know if you watched any of the coverage from Flat Out Friday, but I think they took uh, a little lesson from the, the boonie bike races there. They're actually, one of the rules that they're going to have for Indians is you have to ride two and three up at some events. Uh, oh, right to on. To level the playing Hell yeah. So, uh, okay, <laughs> just perfect. a rumor. Just a rumor. Uh, but, you know. <laughs> just, a, just a Wisconsin rumor? <laughs> just a Wisco rumor. Uh, but I, I could understand it, and it would definitely uh, help those Harleys so, and those Yamahas catch up to the Indians for sure. Would you like to sit on the front or on the back? Yes. Or, or have you picked your spot yet? No, the answer is yeah. yes. I I still want to be the guy twisting the throttle if, I, if I'm going three Dude, up. I don't know. I don't, did you see any of those clips? They were three up on a boonie bike. That's crazy. That It looked like a lot of fun. It looked Dude. like... It got crazy. It, it was, it's nuts. It's, but it's controlled chaos to some extent. So, uh, I don't know. It's a lot of fun. Anybody who's never been, you should go. And, uh, it's a little foreshadowing for this, uh, episode. Are we, unless we're, are we done with some updates? We got more here, don't we? You, where were well, you last week? I, I, I was, that's, what, that's the last thing I got to talk about. Yeah. I was at the ice race down at Cedar Park, Texas. It's the first time that since Ken and Christy took over the series that they've gone down to Texas. Um, I would say, a, a good crowd i don't know what the numbers were but man they were into it big time nice. and it was pro bikes and pro quads only um we did some turkey bowling with some fans which was kind of fun and we did the limbo on, contest hold on, hold on. which is turkey always bowling? fun what yeah so, explain so this. they went to the store yeah i've never i've never been a part of it either so <clears throat> for for people that that sometimes you just gotta <laughs> feel time okay, <laughs> okay to let the bikes cool off yeah. okay and and you know i i'll i'll use this like in monster trucks we do other stuff to fill time like throw t-shirts is to fill time to get let the bikes cool down or the trucks cool down or whatever so turkey bowling we brought four riders out they came out and picked out four fans the four fans climbed over the wall onto the ice okay. we took them to the middle and earlier in the day, we bought this great big turkey, and it's a frozen turkey, and it's got the handle. You know, the it comes in a bag, and you just like you carry it to the supermarket. Yeah, yeah. They, they actually have real bowling pins. We go to the center because they're they're taking the zamboni around and cleaning up the ice while we're doing this. So there, it, it's it's got multi purposes anyway. That. So the the fans go first, okay, and then and then so say the fan knocks down five pins. There's still five pins left, and then the rider that picked that fan has to go trying to clean it up and get a spare so it's fun it's it's entertaining it gets the crowd involved and then at the end whoever wins gets the turkey oh wow you get to keep the turkey yeah what if you get i mean it might be bruised many, up. so you get it might be bruised up a little bit two frames or one frame just one frame so it's just it's just one frame okay. so the 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 fan goes first and if they don't get them all then the rider has to try to clean it up and we went all the way through the fourth one the last one that went the fan got a strike. No. That was the only strike of the night. There was no spares. I mean, it's it's harder than you think. All right. Because you're on you're standing on ice, remember? Here's a here's an idea for the ice racing. You do that four times, always? No, just one time. Oh, but like you fill time multiple times throughout the throughout the night? Well, okay, so you right. Yes, there's always there's always something to do. Like sometimes we'll throw t shirts, sometimes we'll have uh, a dance contest or 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 who knows? There's always something. You got something you in your back pocket? You should do three what? frames spread out throughout the night. Oh. And if okay. if it ever happens to where they get, you get three strikes, all three? that's a turkey. Yeah. And everybody right. takes home a turkey. Ooh. Are you, are you going to buy all the turkeys? No, but I guarantee you can call up a butterball and be like, hey, I got this great idea. 
Let's give out some turkeys. You want to sponsor? You want to sponsor this turkey? Just saying. You know, it, it worked. It worked out really well because it was before Christmas. Yeah. You know, and because it's between Christmas and Thanksgiving, so there was turkeys at the the supermarket. So it was fun. I love it. Um, it's good stuff. You know, the limp the limbo contest is basically to fill time too. Mm-hmm. Let the to clean the ice and to let the other riders and, and stuff take a break. I mean, it's it's just it's fun. I, the ice racing deal is really fun, and it's nonstop from go time until we're done. Dude, I, I love that, and I I got a little taste of that for the first time. I mean, you always talk about that going to races where there is no downtime, and even when there is downtime, there's something filling. Uh, you you don't you don't know it right. exactly. exactly, and, and I I felt that a little bit at some of the events, um, but flat out Friday, and it sounds like what these ice races are do that and mm-hmm. and man it is there's something to be said for keeping people engaged right like even if there's not racing right. on the track so um even if it is throwing turkeys at bowling pins like that sounds fun to me like it's, it's, some, it's something right when you exactly. when you go to nba games or nfl games there's always stuff in between right um and, and that's right. part of the it, show like you don't you don't realize you don't realize that there's actually a timeout going on or a commercial break for the people that are at home you have no idea because there's a dj out there there's somebody out there doing stuff like Haley and i and her boyfriend tyler went to a, a a thunder game and a guy on a bmx bike they turned the lights off he had these lights all over like glowing stuff all over his bike and he was on the back wheel he's on the front wheel he's doing all kinds of tricks and and it's just like you said it's engaging there's something going on it's not you're not sitting there just watching the water truck yep Fair enough. Or the ice truck. Wait, do they have an ice truck there? What do right. they have with ice? Trucks? No, they call them Zambonis. Oh, That's what cleans the ice, just like at a hockey Duh, event. I knew and that. actually, actually, so we had they had one Zamboni and it was going pretty good, but then all of a sudden they brought out a backup, so it, it got the Zamboni time got quicker. But we would run four races, stop into the Zamboni, run four races, stop into the Zamboni. So there are some breaks in there, and you have to fill time. Little known fact what? about Carter: I used to drive a Zamboni. <laughs> <laughs> then why didn't you know what we're talking about? Because I didn't even think about it. like I'm I'm not even thinking about it. like uh, so I used to I w- worked in a theme park and they had an ice show. Yeah. Um, my girlfriend was an ice skater in the show, and I would actually yeah. like make the ice in between shows, and I would drive a little tiny make zamboni. I got ice. pictures of it. It's great. Yeah. So right maybe I can I'm come cool. out for an ice event and drive their zamboni. You think they'd let me? Oh, I. Don't- I don't think they would. It's what? <clears throat> it's always the building people. Uh, it's not. Uh, it's not us that drive the zambonis. It's the building people. There. You know what? It's it's uh, it's almost like the horse racing people. Like when we go to a horse oh, track, yeah. they're very particular of who gets on their track. Oh, the zamboni drivers. They, dude, they were out there inspecting the ice almost after every uh, after every time the zamboni went out. They're on it, and I, and I don't blame them. You know, it's that's they had an, they had something on the ice two days after we left or something like that. So they had to rebuild it before something else happened and they had a basketball game there the night before so they had they had the ice down they put plywood down they put rubber down then they put something else and then they put the the basketball court down it's nuts dude it's crazy what you can do in an arena like that because i mean it's the same thing in in milwaukee they had uh the hornets and the bucks my team played on thursday right james taylor right had a con- or on Wednesday when it's in Bucks play. James Taylor had a concert on Thursday. Had a concert, and then right. the motorcycles and then, racing. And then you guys come in, and then they had to put the Dr Pepper syrup down, which was a good move. Dr, Dr. Pepper, Pepper syrup's a little bit, a little bit stickier because mm-hmm. there's more sugar in it, so it's a little bit stickier. Usually why? it's Coke syrup, and huh? Is that why? I didn't know that. Yeah, it's it's stickier. I mean, and if you ever mess up and they send you diet. It doesn't work the same. I promise you, it's not as sticky. I don't know if it, it must be just the sugar, but yeah, that's what makes polished concrete sticky. Is put Coke syrup down and they use like a, a fertilized sprayer or something like that. 
and then they send out did chuck go out there and put some laps down put the rubber down oh, yeah, did man. you see any of that stuff yeah oh i did was that on was that on his Harley quad? He's got a quad with a Harley Davidson motor. Dude, I interviewed him. Yeah. I interviewed him on, and I'll put that out there. Okay. He's, he's a really cool dude too. I jumped off. I was like, I gotta yeah. talk to you, dude. You looked like you had a lot of fun laying down some rubber. And he, he normally runs the ice racing. That's what series. he said. He's, yeah. He's he's an older dude, but you know he was already committed to Flat Out Friday, and uh, so yeah, it's pretty cool. But I want to give a shout out to the people that that ran on the podium. Shoop took the win. He's the 2017 ice racing champion. Nice. He took the win. Dustin Paul got second. He's got the off the groove sticker yes. still on his rear fender. He got second. And Blazing Blake Spinson took third. And in the quads, man, there, there's a good battle this year. Uh, Tyler Allen is a two-time defending champ. He was pitching it in there just past me at the flag stand and just throwing it sideways. And on the ice, I just it's hard for me to 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 know that they can do that. And he he had the left front tire up off the ground almost all the way around the track. This kid is on fire. He's from Wisconsin. And, he is really fast. Uh, Dustin Dvorak is, uh, was second. I think he's from New York. And then uh, a guy named Powell is riding for somebody else. He got third. And, and uh, you know, both classes put on great shows. And, and I had a good time. And uh, the next race is actually in Pennsylvania. It's the uh, Kyle McGray Memorial in Reading, Pennsylvania in January. Nice. So I think I'm going to go to that one. I don't know that I'm announcing that one, but I think I'm going to go and maybe do it for left out. I like the sound of that, dude. Like, uh, in those quads, do their tires have, like, spikes on those too they have screws they have screws, they have screws in them okay. yeah they, they run cold cutter screws and uh yeah they, they have certain rules like they have indoor screws which are a little bit smaller and they have outdoor screws which are bigger for the for the lakes and the ponds uh because they couldn't put the great big screws in there because the ice is only so thick in an indoor arena and they have to and they have to keep it we can't just dig through it or, or we'd be done for the night but what's interesting too is they move the track to the left they move the track to the right because they had the inside barriers they just screw down to the ice so they move those and so you're on you're on pretty much a fresh ice or as good as ice as possible every time you go out so cool man man i was talking i was talking about ice a lot no it's, it's <laughs> super cool dude I, i've never been to one of those events i gotta check it out but the one thing the worst part about going up to milwaukee was the cold um everything else was amazing yeah. uh and, and I, right. I guess that's a good transition into uh into this episode, man. Like I said, we're 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 going a, a little bit a uh, little bit of a recap on Flat Out Friday. Um, you gave us a little insight on the on the ice stuff, but uh, we talked to some folks this week, uh, kind of recapping Flat Out Friday and the in the weekend uh, with Mama Tried the the motorcycle show up there. Um, my first time up there. You've been up there before. Uh, you kind of yep. you and everybody else that I talked to uh, leading up to it kind of prepared me for what I was about to get into, and I'll tell you craziness yeah craziness still didn't still didn't compare to what i saw um it's 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 controlled chaos but it's awesome uh really cool to see not just uh what they've got going up there but how they do it um and the people that are involved uh a lot of passionate people that are you know willing to do anything and everything to support jeremy prock and his vision so did did you make it to the riders meeting that's that's the one question i got for you yeah it was to me it was the best part of the weekend uh, I've never seen or heard a riders meeting like that. Uh, Proc is a pretty special dude. Like he, we had him on the podcast, right? And he talked a lot about his philosophy and his his vision a little bit. Uh, but seeing that in person and kind of hearing him uh, outline the the event um, and his expectations, I've never heard anything like that. The the closest thing that I would say to it was maybe Bert Sumner's at, at Dairyland, and and I, I had. Uh, Got to have a meal with Bert while I was up there at the Harley Davidson Museum, 
and uh, he, he yep. did mention that you know he's even taken some of his stuff from Jeremy Proc, and, and I could see that. Um, oh wow! Yeah, so I think I think that I think that goes both exactly ways. That's exactly what I, I was going to say. I think they've kind they've kind of fed off of each other, yep. and it's it's it is different. Yep. But uh, uh, Proc is engaging in his writers' meeting, and he makes sure that everybody understands. And and I don't know, you know, it, it's he doesn't get up there and preach. But he gets up there and tells everybody that this is a show, mm-hmm. first and foremost. Yeah, there's going to be some great racing going on. And, and yeah, you want to win. But you got to keep in mind, it's the show aspect. Because that lower ring at that arena was sold out. You know, it was completely full. And you got to remember, that's a that's an NBA basketball arena. That is a top-notch and facility. Brand new. It's brand new. Yep. And... For them to let the bikes come in there is incredible. You know, there's been like, there's like three arenas. I think they finally tore one down right there, but they've raced in all of them. And it's a huge event. It brings a lot of people to Milwaukee. Um, Harley Davidson used to stream it. I don't know if they're still streaming it, but when I went up there and worked for Harley Davidson, we went to 300 countries or something. I mean, it was ridiculous that the the people that were watching and tuning in to to a small indoor race in, in Wisconsin. I think that says a lot to Jeremy, uh, Jeremy Proc and his vision. Yeah. And um, it's not just him. And like his, his sister helps with the, uh, checking in of people. His father, uh, is, mm-hmm. a, is a pretty good engineer. He, he built uh, t-shirt cannons. He built the scoring system there. Uh, he, he okay. built some other stuff, just a really cool dude. They call him Poncho. I got to hang out and talk to him with, uh, with Sammy. Uh, I don't know. It's just, it, they, they, you could tell that there's no stone unturned. There's nothing that they don't think of. And uh, right. I don't know. I, I like the aspect of, I mean, they kept saying it. They, they were very vocal about it. It's a very inclusive event, right? They, they want anybody and yep. everybody to be a part of it in whatever way they can, uh, whether it's helping or just sitting in the stands and cheering on uh, the riders. So uh, it was super cool, man. Like, I, uh, I will definitely be back. Uh, uh, I... I didn't know and, what to expect going into it, um, and I was pleasantly surprised about everything at every level. And and they just announced they're going to have another one, I think, March 4th. Yeah. I mean, so usually it is later in, like, February or March, and now since we had this one in December, I thought that was it. Now there's another one in March, so yeah. they don't have a lot of time to plan for it. Yeah. But I'm sure they're already working on it, and, you know, by at this point, they've done it enough there's probably not a lot of planning that needs to be done you got to get the word out and stuff like that yep. so it shouldn't be too hard i think but it's the night before anyways, the supercross have... right i don't even know that yeah, really that's crazy um okay all right we'll see it's it we'll see how that goes but uh but yeah you want to get into this week's episode then yeah so we've got four guests we were gonna have five yeah and uh brusky is feeling a little under the weather. Ezra Brusky was going to come on because he's from Wisconsin and he was uh, tickled to be actually included that he was going to come on here and talk to us about his, uh, his flat out Friday. But we have four awesome guests and I don't know who you got first. I don't even know who we're doing. First. All right. So this guy I met briefly when we went to Dairyland, uh, the Dairyland classic last year, uh, we talked to him outside of turn, uh, turn three or four, I think uh, along the fence and uh seemed like a pretty cool dude but i i literally knew nothing about him and you're like this guy's awesome uh well dude the dude. the first booty bike night yeah. i saw exactly what you meant like this guy he's a good time like even when he fell off a motorcycle and was a little bruised and bumped bumped up he still got an ear to ear smile like the big old smile like uh and just you know you meet people and they're just always happy always always happy always fun yeah. to be around yeah. this seems exactly like that kind of guy so 
Um, had some fun with JJ Flaherty this weekend, and we want to talk to him first. Absolutely. So our paths have crossed several times, mm-hmm. and we don't. I don't know if we ever remembered meeting each other back in the day, but he do uh, BMX stunt riding for Monster Jam. Really. And I did Monster Jam, but I don't know if we were ever at the same place huh. at the same time or not. But it's it's crazy. And then he's just the 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 guy is talented on a bike it, on two wheels. It doesn't matter if it's a bicycle. It doesn't matter what it is. The guy's talented, and and uh, I, I I I legitimately think he could ride in pro class right now. I mean, he's good. He's and he's really good. He rides hooligans, but uh, he's he's a riot, and I think we should uh, give him a call. Let's do it. JJ's up first. Hello, JJ Flaherty. How's it going? Good, man. I, uh, I I I had to call. <laughs> I gotta know. I gotta know the lowdown. I heard you walking around on crutches. So before we get to that, let's let's back it up a little bit. I know I know you just got a little bit of time, but I, I had That's to call fine. you, and I I want to do a whole episode with you at some point in the future. So uh, let let's just let everybody know that part. But let's back all the way up to the first night of racing this last weekend at Elwoods. I heard you took the win. Did you, was that just boonie bikes only, or what was that? Yeah, that was the first uh, route of the Boonie Bike World Series that they're running uh, during the the days leading up to Flat Out Friday and the Mama Tried. So, but yeah, I ended up winning that night. It was pretty fun, pretty wild. <laughs> so you you start in a bar, you go down a ramp, you race a few laps, maybe eight laps, and you come back up the ramp. Is that is that what? Did I yeah. really catch that? Is that what really happens? <laughs> yeah, so we started up on a like a back patio of the bar, little sidebar, and uh, yeah, we raced through a small door going out. You turned right. You did how many ever laps they wanted. I think it was around eight, like around a, a small circle, and then the last, the finish line was jumping back into the bar. <laughs> Heck yeah, that sounds awesome. I I heard there's even you know broken glass and maybe some beer bottles flying oh, around here and there and stuff like that. Yeah, the in the in the final, I don't even know what happened, but the first lap, so like one of the corner markers was the trash can, and someone tipped it over. <laughs> the next few laps were just crushing <laughs> bottles. <laughs> it was pretty funny. That's I was awesome. Like, of course, we're smashing awesome. bottles. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, and mm-hmm. and then, are are you able to tell us about the Litas that I heard they sponsored that event? Can you talk to us about that? Well, I think it's a. Uh, like kind of a, a girls, I don't say biker gang, but maybe a biker group. And uh, they were the ones sponsoring the event at, at Elwood. It was pretty cool. Okay. All right. I, I got to meet <laughs> them last year when I did that Elkhorn, Wisconsin race. They were part of that, and I got to hang out with them at Fuel Cafe. So I just didn't know if you knew oh, yeah, about totally. that. Totally. Yeah, and then night number two at the museum, uh, rumor is you got disqualified. And I didn't know you could get disqualified from a boonie race. So tell us what happened. Um, well, you know, like the course markers on that were like, kind of like a tough block thing. And, uh, someone uh-huh. hooked the, hooked their foot peg, like right in front of me and they just spun the thing out. And then I just went on the inside of it instead of going all the way around. <laughs> so they, wow. they caught me on that one while I was trying to Whoops. chase down dirty Dave, super Dave. Yeah. Super Dave, I, I nickname him Super Dave now. So um, I heard I heard Carver even jumped in the mix down there on the boonie bike. How did how did he do? How did he look? I think they did quite well. I think they did the two up or three up race. I forget who was uh, on with him, but 
Yeah, I think they actually won that race. Wow. So maybe yeah, he'll, think, maybe think, he'll build uh, himself a, a boonie bike soon. There you go. Yeah, I know. I know. I think he's in the three-up competition. I think Dave Kilkenny was on there with him. But uh, yeah. and then the, where was round three? Was that actually at Flat Out Friday? Yeah, round three happened to be just outside, like in the uh, venue. Uh, they have a little pavilion area outside the Pfizer, and they built a a course that had like wooden berms and like a metal over-under trailer ramp thing. Wow. That was pretty cool. Yeah. But uh, I yeah. actually didn't get to partake in that one. I uh, was working on Fine. my Harley because I had crashed, and my heat race that was actually in the morning of uh, okay. before the night show. Well, well somebody somebody told there. me you spent more time. Yeah, somebody told me you spent more time riding on somebody else's bike unintentionally <laughs> than on your bike. I, I didn't I, I didn't know if that was true or not. Yeah, it was a it was a pretty rough one for me. I think I, I think I was a part of it total of three red flags so I, wow. found, I found myself starting in the back a lot of the races but yeah i think it was the the second start of the hooligan main and i just got michler had to jump and i you know when you're on the in, i had the very inside and i just couldn't i couldn't turn hard enough so he he had to jump and uh he was able to get a better better line coming across and just kind of cooked my front front tire i mean no fault to him i've been in the same situation if i was him but uh just grabbed my front tire and so i kind of went into a high side and when i fell off my bike i landed right into chaz nyman's arms (laughs) i kind of rode rode through the corner i'm sitting on his handlebars (laughs) (laughs) that's hilarious but i mean it's funny now but uh, so so in in which one of these red flag incidents did you end up having to start walking on crutches from is it just from a combination of uh, all of them yeah it was kind of bizarre because i think it is a combination of all of them because i was after you know i got my bike up we pulled the bars back i mean a few guys the track workers and i started third row finished the race i took second so i passed passed everyone so the race was great i went back in the pits um walked around loaded all my stuff and uh I was sitting in the parking lot with Dave and talking to Sammy too out there and for like, I don't know, like 30 minutes. And I'm like, I think I'm going to go home. <laughs> and I got up. I'm like, oh man, yeah. my hip hurts really bad. And I like hobbled to my, my van and they were kind of poking fun at me too. I was like, yeah, I probably deserve that. <laughs> but <laughs> I, uh, it was like a 35 minute drive home. And <clears throat> by the time I got home, I could not walk. Like I, oh I barely made it up. Yeah, I barely made it up into my apartment, and I, I kind of, like, took my clothes off, lay down in bed, and I instantly got, like, the crazy craziest chills. And um, mm. there, was a, there was a time where my buddy got a Charlie horse on his leg, and uh, he ended up with compartment syndrome, or the same kind of thing where he was fine throughout the day, not knowing that he was, like, internally bleeding. And then yeah. he sat down at night and it like ruptured something in his leg and he was like bleeding out and had all this pain. He couldn't walk. And I'm like, as soon as I laid down, I got these crazy chills. Like my body was almost going into shock. And I'm like, wow, is this happening to me right now? <laughs> so my girlfriend's like, I'm taking you to ER. So she went and got like a moving cart from down the hall and put me on it. 
<laughs> drug me down the hall and we went to the ER and got checked out. And luckily they didn't find anything, but man, I could not walk. And so far, like I went to work today, but I was on crutches and, um, right now it's just my, my groin and like the bottom of my, my left butt cheek is really sore. <laughs> so wow. Wow. Maybe, maybe I just ended up pulling my, my groin, but if I don't, if I, uh, if it doesn't get better by like, well, increasingly better by Wednesday, I'm going to go see like, uh, an orthopedic hip doctor just to get yeah. extra checked out make sure I didn't shift anything around in my hip or anything. Well, I, I'm, yeah. I'm glad. I'm, <laughs> I'm glad you're all right. But you know what? I'm yeah. really glad you went and got it checked out because you just never know. Uh, you know, we've put our bodies through a lot. Uh, we've talked several times, and you've done some crazy stuff on a bicycle, some BMX stuff, some freestyle BMX stuff. You've done a lot of crazy yeah. stuff on a motorcycle. So I'm glad you went and got that checked out. And it sounds like sounds like you still got a smile on your face, so it must not be hurting too bad right now. <laughs> yeah, as long as I'm sitting down, I feel totally fine. Like. I can stand and be fine, but as soon as I try to put pressure on it, it just kills. You went to work today, so so work's kind of putting up with it. Are they tolerating it, or are they mad at you? Or? Uh, well, um, yeah, they tolerate it. I've worked at the same place since I was in high school, and they've tolerated a lot. And I appreciate the heck out of it, but it's kind of funny because my my one my one boss was there at the race, like literally, he was in the third row. Like right where I pull off his handlebars, flat on my back. So, uh, oh man, yeah. So I called him right away, but uh, he was yeah. he was heckling me today again. He's always heckling me. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Well, it sounds like but, he's a good yeah. buddy of yours too. So, uh, yeah. overall, uh, flat out Friday is an awesome event. You know, you had a few races leading up to it the nights before. Uh, rate this year from zero to ten on your experience with flat out Friday for 2021. Um, versus all the years, I'm going to I'll I'll give it a 9.5. I mean, it was the best right one on. for sure. It was the best one to date by far. And as soon as they cool. can figure out the a transponder that will work, it'll be a, a perfect 10 for sure. <laughs> yeah, I I think that's the hardest part, you know, they're, what they yep. got to be like four four second <laughs> laps or something like that, and then you get lap traffic and that's got to be so right. hard. I can't even imagine trying to score it, and the transponders get all confused too. So, I know, I, I, just, I know, Jeremy and the crew work very hard trying to make that work and figure something out. They try their best at it. They'll get it figured out for sure. Well, absolutely. Well, I appreciate the time, and hopefully, we'll see you soon. I know the Dairyland Classic next year's June third, twenty twenty-two. I think that's the last time I saw you, but hopefully, I see yeah. you before then. But uh, you got a busy off-season yep. planned, and and when you start racing again, I guess when you heal up. Yeah, I'll be hopefully good for ice. That's that's what my next focus in. Uh, you know, last season I went down to uh, Corey's and I tore my shoulder out of socket, and that ruined ice for me last year. And Burt Sumner's Dairyland Classic. So Burt was actually at the uh, uh, the second Booney Bike race, and he's telling me, "You better not hurt yourself. You better be there for Dairyland Classic this year." <laughs> I'm like, "Yeah, he's all right." Already, I'm, he's already <laughs> <laughs> he, he's already planning on you being there for sure so uh i heard yeah. the, i heard the snow started falling uh carter was up there right when he just got out of town so i, I heard the snow's falling so hopefully be on the lakes here pretty soon yeah i think so i mean we as long as it's actually better if we get some really cold days leading up to snow so that 
it gets a good base on the on the lakes for the ice. You know, mm-hmm. get a couple inches of ice before the snow flies, and it look it's looking like it's gonna happen because uh, man, it's been really cold. <laughs> Yeah, that's crazy. Well, cool, man. Thanks so much for your time. I certainly appreciate it. And uh, heal up. Stay on those crutches as long as you need to, and and we'll talk to you soon. Yeah, thanks for uh, hitting me up, and uh, shout-out to everyone at Final Friday for putting on an excellent event again. And uh, hopefully I'll talk to you guys soon again. Yeah, I can't wait. I'm gonna have I'm gonna have you on for a whole episode, but I just had to hear all about Flat Out Friday and, and your week. So take care of yourself, and we'll yeah. talk soon. All right, thank you, guys. Bye told you good dude good dude <laughs> yeah, absolutely he is fun and he's you could hear you could hear that he was smiling and giggling the whole time and he's on crutches he's, yeah, man. he's probably in pain he can't even walk but you can still hear that smile <laughs> through the phone uh great dude i i hope he gets all healed up and and is back 100 percent before that march event because he's a big part of it man uh from the boonie bikes yep. to racing the hooligan class and just the vibe there uh he's He's a he's one of those people that you have to be around and and is a huge part of that flat out Friday event. Absolutely. So who's second? Who we, who we got on the docket next? Dude, this one's super special. I don't know how closely you followed our left out content over the weekend, but we sponsored three riders for the first time. Did you see this or hear about this? Left out. Left out did. Yeah, yeah I, I heard about okay. it. Left out did. So and this was a brainchild of you and Sammy. Yeah, yeah. It's something. And you went to the store. <laughs> Yeah, d- during practice. Well, we talked about it leading up to the week, but he had so much going on, and I had so much going on. We didn't make it to the store. We had little <laughs> tiny things, but we were like, "No, we need to go. If we're gonna do this, we need to go all out." So the minute practice started, we hit we hit the yeah. we hit the save a lot or some I don't know some grocery store that was right, right around the corner, and he said, "Don't show me what's in your cart. I'm gonna go this way. You go that way, <laughs> and we're gonna meet." So we both like went and spent like sixty, seventy, eighty dollars on like. I don't right. remember, remember what the total was, but over a hundred dollars, just a bullshit, yeah. just, just yeah. crazy things here and there. And, <laughs> and, uh, and we met back at the end and we were just laughing at each other while we're checking out, uh, our stuff and we get in the car well, and like, we still didn't even talk about it. So we go into the event and th- these, these prizes were to hype up our riders and to get them motivated to do well and just to have fun. So, uh, right. so it, we did that. We got back right when practice round practice was ending uh, and kind of caught up with the riders, did a little interviews. And, you know, when we say sponsor, let's explain what that means. <laughs> we're not giving these riders money because we don't have money. We're still trying to figure out how to do that right. end of it. But right. we did have a sticker. Sammy made stickers, to, like legit decals to put on these bikes. So that was the first thing we did. We went to each rider. The three riders we sponsored uh, was Landon B, uh, Ryan Varnes, and, uh, and the third rider was Dave Kilkenny, Super Dave Kilkenny. Uh, nope. Landon B. I said Landon B. Did you say Landon? Yeah, okay, that was the first right. one. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay, so gotcha. so yeah, we we talked talked to those three riders. We showed them the sticker. We said, "Where do you want the sticker on your bike?" And we made videos of us actually putting on that sticker. Uh, I think we caught right. all three of those riders off guard. They had no idea we were doing it, um, and it was super cool. Uh, we we have a legit left out sticker on three bikes right now. We sponsored riders, so yeah, um, it was and. And one of them got on the podium. Dude, and that's that's exactly. The very first spon- left out sponsored rider to make a podium, Landon B of Landon B Racing. Uh, ben- Banizak, 
uh, I think is, is how you say his last name. If I butchered that, sorry, Landon. I always call you Landon B. Um, and that's why. Right. Every, everybody does, though. Everybody yeah. does. And, dude, that's, the that's kid goes by Landon B. The kid was so stoked to be there. It was his first time racing on concrete. Um, his kit was looking all nice. He had some nice new leathers. His bike was looking good, especially with that left out sticker on it. And, uh, <laughs> dude, like, he went out there and crushed it, man. Finished third. Got a podium finish uh, on his first concrete indoor on that stage, yep. you know, at a young age, man, like super impressive. Yep, absolutely. Let's give him a call and let's hear it from himself. Landon B is up next. Hello? Landon B. Hello. How are you doing? Good, how are you? Hey, I'm good. I I, I, well, I just want to call and check in a little bit about what you did this last weekend, but I haven't seen you since Dairyland Classic. I've seen you've been racing a whole lot. Did you have a good season? Yeah. Did you win a lot of races, or are you getting better, or how'd you do? Yeah, I've been doing good. I got second in my 65 and third in my 85. Oh, cool. Right on. Uh, out of all the races you raced this year in, in 2021, which one was your favorite? Um, I'd say... Flat out Friday. Really? That's cool. That's cool. I mean, have you raced on concrete before? No, that was my first time. So for people that haven't raced on concrete, what's the difference or what's the difference to you between racing on dirt and racing indoors on, on, con on concrete? It was pretty similar. Um, it just, it was like dirt, but if you took the sliding out of it. Okay, because it was real sticky because that Dr. Pepper yeah. syrup on there. Yeah. yeah. What What did you put on your left foot? I know some people put like a strip of carpet. Some people just run a boot. Did you do anything different, uh, or what did you use? Uh, yeah. So Steve Wasser came up with it with the idea. So we took a cutting board and we shaped it to my foot. We um, screwed it in. Yeah. And yeah, it worked pretty good. So it was just wood? Uh, it was plastic. Oh, wow. That's cool. That's a, I've never heard of that. I've never tried that. That might be the secret to your success. Huh. So I heard through the grapevine, because I wasn't there, that you are the first ever sponsored rider through Left Out to land on the podium. Did you know that? No. How cool is that, man? I mean, I got goosebumps right now because I'm so excited for you. Uh, congratulations <laughs> on getting on the podium. Did you know Left Out was going to sponsor you for that event? No. <laughs> Were you excited about it? Yeah. Okay, so I wasn't there, and I know people have put it out there on social media, but for the people that are listening right now that, that haven't seen it, what did Carter and Sammy do for you? What I mean, how did, the, did they approach you? And, the, and then tell me what happened. Kind of like after I, before my races, they like kind of talked to me in a little interview. And then um, after the races, they, they had tiny interviews in between. And Yeah? Yeah. What, what did they give you? Did they give you anything? <laughs> um, so they gave me a Hershey's bar because it was sweet. And yeah? Nuts because the race is nuts. And <laughs> it gave me lucky charms. 
Because you were lucky and got third, or what? 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 Is it for good luck? Or is it for good luck, maybe? Yeah, Yeah, good luck. Okay, all right, that's cool. And and I heard you got a sticker too. I don't even have one of the left out stickers. Yep, it's on my front fender. That is so cool. Um, Who was some of your stiffest competition out there uh, that you raced against? Um, Rocket and Braxton were the people in front of me. And okay. Rocket was holding me off for pretty good for a lot the the whole race. Yeah, so you kind of got stuck yeah. in traffic. It's hard to pass on a really short track like that, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the, the the keys, I think, you know, as a, a former racer and announcer, the keys to something like that is you got to get a good start. But you also have yeah. luck in your corner, too. So I think the lucky charms definitely worked. <laughs> How did it feel to take third at that such a big event like that? Definitely for my first time, it was pretty cool. So I got to know this. When you pulled out to the starting line, did you look at the crowd or did you even, did you even think about all those people that were there or did you just focus on your race? I just focused on my race. I didn't really think about that stuff. That's good because when you start doing that, it kind of takes you out of your game. So that's good. I'm, yeah. I'm proud of you. Um, was you. Was your favorite race the main event or was it the heat race? The main event. I got a better start in the main event than the heat. Okay. Because I knew how the light worked and stuff. Right on. That's good. So you got a little bit more experience, got a little faster. How happy was your dad when you got third place? Yeah, he was pretty happy. Yeah? Did did he give you a fist bump? Did he give you a hug? Was he he screaming? He gave me a hug. (laughs) Right on. Have you raced on the ice before? Ice? I did one race, but I usually ride ice. Okay, so are you looking forward to racing on the ice here pretty soon when it starts freezing? Yep. Right on. So I got to know this question because I've asked several other people, but I heard you can go faster on the ice than you can on dirt. Does that does that sound right to you too? Yeah, if you get the good studs and set it up pretty good, it it sticks and it's yeah, it's pretty fast. Right on. So. One more thing is is the first time I met you, you were actually waiting on us when we got there to the Dairyland Classic last year. Is that on your calendar of events you got to do next year? Um, Probably, yeah. Right on. Anything else you're looking forward to in 2022? Probably return the flat out Friday. That was really fun. Awesome. Is there any sponsors you want to say thank you to? Um, Rebel Gears of Crossville, Tennessee, Bell Helmets, Midwest, God Lab, Mouth Guards, Light Shoe, Moto Gear, Custom Leathers, Steve Wasser Racing, and Tommy Colson Jr. Man, you killed it. Landon B, you've been practicing. I'm proud of you. Congratulations on your third place finish at Flat Out Friday. And I'll keep, uh, I'll keep track of your progress throughout this winter, and we'll see you next year. Yep. Thanks, Landon. Bye. See ya. That kid's going to go down in history. Five, ten years from now, you're going to watch Jeopardy, and there's going to be a question. Yeah. I was the first rider to podium as a sponsored rider for Left Out, and that'll be on Jeopardy. There you go. Watch it. Yep. Okay, just put that in your in your memory bank right there. Yeah. Dude, he, he's, he's a good kid, yep. and he's getting faster and faster, and that's what it takes. You know, you got to ride, and you got to ride other things. You know, if you, you grow up racing one track, you might be the, the fastest guy at that track, but if you go somewhere else, you might struggle. So you have to get out of your element. You have to do something different. Riding an indoor concrete 
race is totally different for a lot of people like he had a different thing for a steel shoe you don't mm-hmm. you don't wear a steel shoe on concrete he, he used a cutting board it was cool i mean wow yeah. i mean it it, it makes sense in my brain. I never would have thought of that. Yeah. So you learn stuff, and and that's how you get faster is by racing different events. It, so Landon B, congratulations on your third place finish, and and uh, you deserved it. And congratulations on being sponsored by Left Out for that event. So yeah. uh, who you, who you got next? We got two down, two to go. Yeah. So this next one too is is somebody that I kind of heard the name. Uh, he's raced the national series, uh, I, and I've seen him at races. I never really talked to him when I was out there. Uh, but uh, got a chance to kind of uh, chat with him a little bit. Uh, I didn't realize uh, he had so much family that did race and was going to be racing that day. But um, before everything started, I was standing next to Hannah Lang on the on the, uh, just outside of a I think a turn two, and uh, she was watching uh, her brother race. And I was like, "Oh, your brother's racing?" She's like, "Yeah, both of my brothers are racing." And I'm like, "What? There's two yeah. There's two Lang brothers?" They're like, and then she said, "Parker Lang." Right. Was like, I definitely know that name. Exactly. And she said, my youngest my youngest brother, Brady, is also racing. Yep. Uh, so I went immediately and interviewed both of them. Uh, dude, Parker had the best handlebar mustache <laughs> I've seen in a minute, dude. <laughs> Rocking that handlebar mustache. Super and, cool, super chill. And yeah. we, we saw him at the Dairyland Classic, and he was just there, and he was hurt. He actually got hurt doing something stupid. So I'm going to have to ask him about that during our interview. But, uh, you know, this is pretty much his first big race back after getting injured. And uh, he actually went out there and won the thing. So I want to hear about his day. So let's call him up. Number 57, Parker Lang. Hello. Parker Lang, what's up? Hey, how's it going, Scotty? It's good, man. It's good to hear your voice. I guess I don't think I've talked to you since uh, the Dairyland Classic last year. Yep. No, last time I seen you guys was at uh, Road America um, after the Baker race, just after Dairyland. Yeah, and you were hurt then. You weren't even racing, right? No, just supporting the family. Um, I had a torn ACL earlier in the year and had surgery on it, so I was kind of milking that out the rest of the year. Yeah. How did so. you tear your ACL? Remi- re- refresh my memory. How did you get hurt? <laughs> Nothing about motorcycles. Uh, just my <laughs> little bit of snowboarding, you know, that's what gets you. The dangerous stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. The stuff that's supposed to be all for fun, exactly. So, all healed up, everything's good to go. Was uh, was flat out Friday your first race back? Um, yeah. Well, actually, it, I did a little bit of riding beforehand. Um, I did uh, one race at Road America on a supermoto track. Just uh, borrowed a friend's bike with 19s on it and kind of spun some laps. It was only the pavement, so it wasn't. Uh, wasn't really brutal on my knee i did that and then um a two-hour endurance uh charity supermoto race too i did that earlier this year so basically a lot of pavement riding and then that was all i ever did until um you know flat out friday last last week what what bike did you ride at flat out friday is it your, your normal flat tracker that i used to see you on or did you ride something else yep my normal flat track bike um you know that was my last uh Last thing I've really been riding, so um, that's all I really got right now, and that's what I rode last Friday. It worked out pretty good. I was telling Carter before we, we before we got online with you that you are always easy to find or for, for quite a while because, like, half of your rims were painted one color, the other half was a different color, so it kind of stood out. Uh, you still running those? Yep, yep, I've got them. I actually wasn't riding with them on um, last week because I wanted to try a different, a skinnier rim width. Um, you know, because of the lean angle and the indoors always. So I went really skinny. I don't have any painted like that 
I could have ran a front, but that would have looked a little different. But my little brother had him on the two-tone wheels. Okay. How, how did yeah, your brother Brady do? Well, he was beating me for a little bit. Uh, <laughs> he raced the double-A class with us. He uh, okay. he was fast all night. We had different heat races, and he was um, – he was he was on on a mission, I guess. He was more aggressive than I think everyone else out there. He hit me within like the third lap, moved me out of the way, and I'm like, all right, well, I'll just follow you and you know wait till the end until I have to have to pass you. But uh, I actually didn't have to do that because him and Ryan Varnes were going back and forth, which was it was kind of cool to see him, uh, you know, battling with someone someone other than me. Because normally it's me and him going at it, and. Uh, I was just following them, and then them two ended up on the ground. All I had to do was ride around them, and so it was easy work for me. <laughs> so so walk us through the main event. You told us about that part. I heard uh, Matthias snagged the whole shot, and then I heard Varnes got up there. Walk us through the, the main event from your eyes. From my eyes, uh, off the first – we had the first start. Uh, I, I believe someone on the second row got tangled up in the mid-pack, so they had to red flag it. I was – I was second off the line on the first restart. Um, then the second restart, I was third. And then um, Brady was behind me in fourth. Like the third lap, I think, he hit me out of the way. And we it was Jake Mattia, Ryan, Ver, Ryan Varnes, um, Brady, and myself, all kind of pretty close. Like we all had our eyes on each other if we needed to, to make something happen. But um, then, yeah, Ryan got under... Um, Jake Mattia and I believe turned three and four right at the apex and uh, I don't know if it was intentional or what but kind of just looks like he snagged his bars or something but that's indoor racing and Jake went down and then um, Brady and Ryan were going back and forth kind of slamming each other you know they moved positions a couple times and then um, within the mix we ran into lap traffic like right away which uh, was hard for obviously who was out front and um, Brady was out front with Ryan, you know, right on him, ready to make a move. And then, um, Brady came up into lap traffic and bumped into one of the lappers on the inside. And Ryan was so close to him. And I think Brady got tangled up and was already crashing and Ryan just kind of got involved in it. Luckily I was there to just stand the bike up and ride around both of them. And then, uh, I was coming around I don't know what lap that was. There was 35 laps and we got pretty dizzy in there. <laughs> but um, <laughs> when they both got up, I was coming around to lap them, but I didn't get to. So then it looked like basically nothing happened. It looked like Brady and Ryan were ahead of me yet, but I was actually about to lap them. And then it was myself. Um, and Jake was down already, but he was behind uh, somewhere. I wasn't 100% sure, but... I don't know what I was thinking. I tried passing Brady and Ryan and I kind of got tangled up in Brady's rear wheel. And then I thought to myself, well, why am I, why am I trying to lap them when I, they have a good pace. I'm just going to follow yeah. them and, you know, let them move through the lappers and I'll just tag on behind them. Cause I didn't think anyone was close behind me yet, which obviously wasn't. Um, so I was just follow the leader the rest of the race and, you know, kind of made it easy for me. <laughs> Yeah, let, let them move the slower guys out of the way for you and just follow them through. It sounds like a, a pretty good recap of the main event. Maybe you can help them out with uh, the finishing order. I think it, I heard it got kind of messy with all the, the lap riders and people falling down, but I know that it's, it's hard to do. I'm just kidding, of course, but uh, yeah. hey, congratulations on the win. Uh, did it feel good to win something that big, you know, your first race back? Yeah, it, it did feel really good, but um, 
obviously this year there weren't as many heavy hitters as there was in previous years, but it still felt really good because I had a lot of family and friends there. You know, we're only an hour away just north of there in Campbellsport. So, um, yeah, it was, it was really cool. I didn't, you know, I did not expect that one bit. I was just expecting to have fun and, you know, make it into the main event and turn 35 laps and come out first, just, you know, put the icing on the cake. Is that the first time you won the, you know, the flat out Friday main event? Yep. First time I, I finished my best, my best finish before that was, um, they had a flat out Friday in lacrosse. I think it was something to do with the SNS weekend. And, uh, I finished right. second to Jake Mattia then. Right on. Sounds like you got the uh, concrete figured out. So, uh, tell me what it's like for people that have never done this to, to pull out of the pit area and look to the left and look to the right and see the arena completely full of people. What does that feel like? Well, normally it doesn't really get on my nerves, but uh, this year, for some reason, Allison, I, I just got a little nervous. But, yeah, there's people staring at you with cameras and, and everything, but biggest thing is just to stay focused and, you know, you're there to, to do your job and have some fun. So it uh, put on a show. That's all, what it's all about. Right on. And is a 35-lap main event to honor Charlotte Kane's her, her number, of course, was 35L. And I remember you run the 57L. But uh, And then you pick up extra extra $100 or something for leading each lap, right? Have you have you spent all your money already that you won, or are you saving it up for something? Well, I haven't gotten it yet. They're, uh, they're still working on scoring. <laughs> I see. Okay. All right. I don't know what I'm going to do. Probably just put it in the bank and be smart with it. <laughs> All right. I was going to say, maybe you can buy some uh, some cream to put on your handlebar mustache, you know, uh, keep that thing going. <laughs> well, Christmas is coming for that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Let somebody else buy that stuff for you. Uh, how yeah. did your sister Hannah do? <laughs> um, <laughs> Hannah, I honestly didn't get to watch a ton of her. I seen her on the 450. Um, the hooligan, I didn't get to watch at all, but I heard she pulled off um, in the women's hooligan class just for not being comfortable, but the, the 450 class, I want to say she ended up fourth or fifth. I'm not a hundred percent sure. Um, mm -hmm. but yeah, she was riding good. Um, normally she, she does pretty good at the indoors. Um, but there was some stiff competition for the women's class this year. And, you know, that's good to, to bring more girls into it and more people and, um, you know, more competition for everyone. But, um, she didn't look as comfortable as normal. I thought, just trying to give her some tips throughout the night and you know she did what she could that's awesome that's awesome so with that big win what are your plans for the rest of the winter and for next season you got it all mapped out well for this winter i got it mapped out pretty good um i've got another bike at home setting it up right now for ice season um endurance ice races up here by us in wisconsin so i always look forward to that because you know, you got you got three hours to make it happen and um, trying to get as much time on the lakes as I can before then. Hopefully within the next two weeks we can get out there as the plan, see what happens. I mean, it's a little cold right now, but um, – and then for next year, I don't have anything on my plans. Okay. Just wait and see what happens, season. huh? Yep, yep. Yeah. Probably maybe race some hooligan stuff, you know, obviously some local stuff. Probably hit up Springfield for the uh, short track and TT and go from there. Awesome. Well, I just wanted to just want to get your opinion of how the event went. Sounds like it went just the way you wanted it to. Congratulations on that big win. Thank you. Yeah, it, 
everything I could ask for. <laughs> right on. Do you want to say thanks to anybody before we let you go? Yeah, I'd like to uh, say thanks to Louie and Junior Louder. Um, they're the biggest supporters for me right now. They helped me rebuild my bike within only two days before uh, the event. Um, get me up and running. They always are good for last-minute help. And uh, Southeast Sales right out of Milwaukee for helping provide bikes, spectral oils, um, keeping my bikes running good with their oil. Try our distributing cold cutters for the ice screws, as always. Um climb for the sweet gear and bell for keeping my head safe awesome cool man again congratulations on the big win maybe that's the the first of many got a you got a win streak going so uh good luck next year and thanks for coming on uh the podcast tonight no thanks for having me i really appreciate it he not only motivates me to want to ride a motorcycle but to grow a handlebar mustache yeah. dude. You, i'm telling you you, you should I, try it I don't know, man. I can't ever get. I can't ever do it. I I need to. I need to. My mustache, dude. It's taken me forty years to get what I got. (laughs) Uh, I don't know if I don't know if it's gonna ever get any better. Uh, But I can always dream, right? Um, And I'll I'll probably learn. I'll probably win a flat out Friday main event before I grow a handlebar mustache. Probably, uh, yeah, yeah. At least you have. At least you have goals. Exactly, <laughs> but super cool to see uh, Parker Rip uh, and his younger brother Brady and Hannah. Man, Hannah held her own too. Uh, she's pretty badass uh, to to be able to rip around uh, like she was on a motorcycle. So, um, hats off to the whole Lane crew. Yep, absolutely. So that was three. Who's up? Number four, another fly, uh, left out sponsored rider. Yes, sir. Super Dave Kilkenny, man. We had to sponsor Super Dave. Like this was uh this was some. This is actually what sparked the whole idea. Um, is we got to do something for Kilkenny when we're up there, and, and and Sammy and I were just like, let's sponsor him, and, and we said, well, since we're doing that, let's let's sponsor some other riders. But um, man, I met, I first met Kilkenny and really had a conversation with him at this year's Throwdown, uh, Winter Throwdown. He brought me a bag of cheese curds Uh-oh. and instantly fell in love with the right, guy. Like, right. like he's awesome, <laughs> man, dude. He's he's just so real, so genuine, uh, and. Uh, one hell of a rider man like he and it's not like somebody that just goes around the country and races one or two races this guy hits a lot of races and it's it's just him and his wife jen and they're in the small van they don't they don't do nothing big nothing's flashy the bikes don't look like they're showroom quality but they do the job and and they get it done and the, the guy can ride and he started out in supermoto he's in road racing he's done flat track and he's done a little bit of everything and he is very talented dave kilkenny is number 35 and I can't wait to hear his story because he started racing earlier in the week because uh, they had Booney racing all week long. So uh, and Dave's fast on Booney bike. And I was it's interesting to hear why he didn't ride the Booney bike at Flat Out Friday. So uh, let's give him a call. Number one rider on the motorcycle racing team. Super Dave Kilkenny. Hello. Number 35 in your program, number one in your heart, Super Dave Kilkenny. What's up, man? <laughs> Nothing. How are you doing, Scotty? Hey, I am great. I, uh, I'm i sorry I didn't get to hang out with you last weekend, but I had to go play on the ice down in Texas. I know. If I wasn't at Flat Out Friday, that's where I would have been. I love those. those really? Uh, yeah, yeah. That would be awesome yeah. to do that. I would love to do those sometime. Yeah, you need to hop on there. It, it's a lot of fun. It happens really quick. There's no practice. We go, you know, when it's showtime, I introduce all the riders, every single one of them. 
and then we go straight to work and it's quick it's fast and it's in, a, in the crowd down there in texas they'd never seen anything like that before they were really into it so i would love to have you at one of the ice races that'd be kind of fun yeah it would be uh i've done a couple of uh, ken's uh indoor concrete races and and i love the way he does it he puts on a great show and uh he treats yeah. all the riders really well uh yeah it's a good yeah. time yeah, they're good people for sure, and they're they're Wisconsinites like you guys up there. I think you all get along. So uh, yes, let's sir. let's kind of recap the week the weekend a little bit. Uh, tell me about Elwoods. I, I I guess we had a race here in Oklahoma <laughs> where we raced in a bar up in Stillwater. We raced through the bar and out of the bar. It kind of sounds like something similar and down a ramp. And and tell me about it your is. opinion of what happened at Elwoods. Elwood's uh, is one of the other brainchilds of Jeremy Prock. You know, he wants to keep the crowd involved, and uh, and we, you know, get them really involved in that. We're about two feet away from them. Uh, yeah, we ran in and out of the bar, outside, into the parking lot, did a couple ovals, right back into the bar. Uh, it was pretty wild, pretty wild. We talked to Flaherty, and he said he said he ran away with it Friday, you know, the first night. I, I don't know what your opinion was, but how did you end up at, at, at Elwood's? I was uh, second. I was second. I'm always second behind him. Okay. Yep. Well, why? Why? You just like followed him. You like you like his backside <laughs> or what? I forget what happened. I think I got caught up in traffic or lap traffic or something. And then that was the broken okay. glass right. on the track. I was trying to avoid. I don't remember. It's yeah, all a blur said now. Somebody hit the track. Yeah, he said somebody hit the trash can on like lap number one and. And then that was the corner <laughs> marker, and then everybody had to keep running over it. So I exactly, guess it's more of a distraction exactly. than anything, right? Yeah. It yeah. was. It was a good time. It's just uh, that's like how so, the whole week was. It was that every day, Wednesday, <laughs> Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Chaos. Chaos. It is. So it's, so it's night a marathon, not a sprint. You got you to gotta pace yourself. Yeah. You got to make it all the way through. So so night two was at the museum, right? That was round two yep, for the boonies. Correct. How did that yep. how did that How'd that go for that, you? That one, I ran away with it. I don't know. JJ was having issues or something. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, I won that I heard, one. That, that one came with a really cool trophy, too. Oh, really? Tell me about it. Yeah. I, I, it's a Harley part. I didn't know what it was. Everybody else knew what the part was, some cam cover off of blah, blah, blah. But, yeah, it's a really cool yeah. uh, homemade welded trophy. Yeah, it was cool. That's sweet. Where'd you put it? Very cool. Uh, it's. I think it's still in the van. You're keeping it cold. <laughs> you're, it's so yeah, cool. It's it cold, cold too. It's like, <laughs> like ten degrees outside. I'm trying to load up my van yeah. to go to Florida and it's it's really cold. It's too cold, yeah. So uh Carter said you hooked him up with some FTW uh co gloves because it was so cold out there, man. I guess I guess I guess it, he wasn't ready for was. the cold weather. He wasn't. I, I yeah. packed the, I always have a couple of you know hot hands, you know. He figured he would need them, but he needed to, uh, I need to modify the gloves. I need to cut the finger off so that he could run his phone. Man. So custom, custom gloves. Just a, just a tip though, right? Just, just the tip. <laughs> <laughs> just, just like they say. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. So second, the first night you win at the museum. What happened in the boonies at uh, flat out Friday? I didn't race the boonies at flat out Friday because I, uh, chose to run the double A class, which I had never done before. And if you run the double A, you can't run any other class. You can't run an amateur class. They consider it. We well, couldn't run the hooligans either. Nope. 
Nope. I just ran the AA 450 class. All right. So, so tell me about that decision. I know, I know you're a good rider. I mean, a really good rider. So <laughs> why, why did you decide to run the AA class? You know, I, I don't know. I've been, I haven't really ridden a lot, my 450 a lot, but this year I have, I don't know. I felt pretty confident on it. And, uh, I've done a couple other concrete races and, you know, got to run with some of those really fast guys like Logan McGrain and Jeremy Orr and Jake Mattia. And I was like, well, I can kind of keep them in sight. So maybe I'd give it a shot. Okay. Well, was it a good decision? Was it a bad decision? Yeah. I know they're still trying to yeah. figure out the scoring. Still, they are. Tuesday, whatever day it is, but but it, you enjoyed racing against those guys? Oh, I did. It's so awesome. It's really fun. I mean, the, the talent there, I mean, it's just, uh, you know, I'm humbled to run with, you know, guys like that. Uh, Kevin Varnes and Parker Lang, and, or I'm sorry, not Kevin Varnes. Ryan Varnes, Ryan. Uh, you know, all those guys, uh, it's just awesome. They're super clean. Uh, it was really fun. I don't think I got in their way too much. Well, I, I never heard you get in the way at all, so I, I heard you had a last-minute <laughs> sponsor on race day. I did. Uh, left out, LLC. Came and uh, hooked me up with a, me a whole bunch down. of 20 prizes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Sam, uh, Sammy and, uh, and Carter came in, and they – uh, highlighted three riders, uh, myself, Landon B and Ryan Varnes. And they came up with all, a whole bunch of clever and, uh, thoughtful gifts for us throughout the night. Well, walk, walk me through some of them. We already talked to Landon B and he told me what he got. Did you get the same stuff or do you even have any idea? No, I, I got different stuff. I got like a, a thing of salsa mission food, salsa, I got some icing, uh, vanilla icing, yeah. icing on the cake. Okay. Uh, oh, I did. I got McDonald's coffee, which is in the van yeah. also. Because I'm gonna, I'll use that in Florida. <laughs> I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. I, I, I didn't. The icing's not in there. I, I put that in the in the, okay. in the cupboard. All right. So, <laughs> so <laughs> that's hilarious. You get a sticker too. Am I am I the only one that's left out on getting a sticker? Yeah, I got a sticker. They, you know, a whole bunch of people put stickers in my van while I was gone, while I was in the racetrack. Awesome. But yeah, I got a left out sticker awesome. on my bike and, and on my van. It's, it's yeah. pretty awesome nice. that those guys came out nice. and you know highlighted, showing our our little Wisconsin motor motorcycle scene. It, it's pretty neat. I don't think it's so little anymore. I think Flat Out Friday is huge, <laughs> and the Mama Tried Show is huge. And and I think if if nobody's been there, if people are listening and haven't been there yet. They need to go check oh, it out next time they do it. Man, you do. And and they're doing another one in March. I don't know the exact date, yeah. but I'm sure you can look it up on the Flat Out Friday website. Um, yeah. yeah, they have another one scheduled for March. But this one was just insane. I mean, it sold out 11,000 people. Yeah, it was really cool. I mean, just top wow. to bottom, like those guys just put on an incredible show. Besides being sponsored by Left Out and being one of the top three, you know, Left Out sponsored riders out of everybody, what was your favorite part of the event? Uh, definitely the main event. 35 laps in honor of Charlotte Canes. 35 yeah. lap main event, which I, I was super stoked that I even made the main event. That was my goal, was right just on. to, all right, I'm going to yeah. see if I can make this main event. And I did. So that, that was super awesome. I mean, those guys are so good. And it's, uh, it's really fun riding with them. Was your tongue hanging out at the end of the 35 laps? No, I, you know, I feel pretty good after 35 laps. I mean, there's seven second lap times, you know, <laughs> they're, they're not that fast. Right. 
but right. no, I like doing three, three hour races by myself and two hour races by myself. So 35 laps is, is good. I can handle that. No problem. You, you want to go a few more laps in? Should we bump it up to 50? Oh man. Next weekend, Robin Bobby's <laughs> got a 50 lap TT. That's what I was bringing up. I heard yeah. I heard oh, you yeah. heading to Florida here real soon. And so are you taking your hooligan bike and your 450 or what are you, what are you, take, what are you hauling yep, down there? Yep. I'm, uh, the hooligan bike and the 450. Yep. I'll ride both of them uh, right. each night. Um, but, wow. yeah, the 50-lap TT is what I'm really excited about. I mean, right. there's definitely faster people out there. I don't know. I, I could. I, I wouldn't enter a race if I didn't have, think I could win it. But, no, I think That's I could. Awesome. Uh, I, I'm not the fastest guy, but I can find my 50-lap pace pretty quick and stick to it. And uh, you just got to trust the pace. People go blown you by you, but you're like, right. you got to trust the pace, you know. Yeah. Do you think you get that from, from, you know, running those three hour endurance ice races? Is that where you get where you're confident in having that, that long endurance from? Oh, definitely. Definitely. All those, uh, yeah. The Sumner's three hour ice race. I've done, a, uh, I don't know, 20 years worth of those. So yeah, I, I feel pretty confident in it. That's awesome. Definitely. Um, and, and, and which, do you know which night that, that 50 lepers on, is that the Saturday night? Right? Uh, it's, it's Sunday. It's Sunday. Okay. All right. I got and, and he's calling it a super TT, so I don't know what that means. Does that, does that mean it's going to be really big? Or it could be. <laughs> I don't, I don't know which track. I, yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's like it, that it Southern, just, Southern it's, Raceway. Uh, it's a 3 8 so oval pavement, with a TT in the middle. Ooh. Okay. Pavement's even better. I'm a supermoto guy, so. That's what I was going to say. I, I knew you loved the supermoto. I knew you loved the pavement, so that might fit right into your into your wheelhouse. Oh man, that'd be great. It'd be great. Bring it on. So I know we're we're, we're going to talk to to Brusky as well, and and I think he's one of the Excellent. riders that you help out. You you help him out a little bit. So why did you pick him to as one rider to help out? Um. Well, I've known him and Loyal Proc. They started riding. You know, I kind of got loyal into flat track, and uh, Ezra kind of came with them. And just you know, when they were on fifties, he just always helped them. You know, and here and there, and um they're good kids uh Ezra's a good kid he's a really talented rider I think once he gets a, a bike under him that works well for him and gets a tuner you know somebody that can help him out a little bit with some suspension work uh, I think he'll go places for sure yeah he had he had a nasty get off it at the New York track and and that bike ended oh, up, yeah. it seemed like it was about a foot shorter after it hit the wall it it was I saw it afterwards <laughs> yeah it's yeah, it still needs a little bit of work, uh, but they'll get it together. Uh, his dad's committed, you know. Uh, he's committed, and he's got a little help with Bob Barry now, and um, they'll put a they'll put a good bike together for next year. Right on. So, will you be traveling with him a little bit? You think? No, probably not. Uh, but it's possible. It's possible. I could. I, I would like to. Uh, if I'm not racing my own stuff, you know. But I would like to, you know, Absolutely. transition to a little bit more of that. You know, I've learned a yeah. lot from are you, slow. Are you and, yeah. Are, are you going to run the pro class down there in Florida, or, or just no? Focus most I don't think so. What do you run on the four fifty? Yeah, I don't. I don't want to get in Dalton's way or Morgan's way. <laughs> I'll run the uh, wow. senior probably forty plus. Okay. Forty plus. Yeah. Who oh, knows? Man. Well, we we definitely. <laughs> who knows? You'll figure it out when you get there. <laughs> yeah, just it's a game day decision. You know how it is. Yeah, I gotcha. 
I, cer- I certainly do. I-, I definitely appreciate the time for you coming on here to tell us about your, your weekend. But uh, before we let you go, do you want to say thanks to anybody? Yeah, I would love to. Um, gosh, well, left out uh, for, for coming out to Flat Out Friday and showcasing that event. Uh, it's super important to me. And I'm really proud of all the Wisconsin riders and promoters and just the whole motorcycle scene here is really cool. Um, Forever, Forever Two Wheels helps me. Tim Handrich at Pro Plates. Uh, Metro Motorcycles and Fuel Cafe. Those, those are the guys that keep me going. Awesome. Well, again, thanks so much for your time. Good luck down there at the uh, four-day Panhandle Clash, yeah. man, and, uh, and uh, kick some butt. And I, I want to see you win that 50-lapper. I, I want to see your name at the oh, top. Man. All, right. all right, I'll do it. I'll do it for you. All right. Thanks Super for having Dave. me. Thanks a lot. Well, yep. Super Day. Kilkenny. <laughs> Carter, couldn't, Carter couldn't go without talking to you one more time. Super, Super Dave Kilkenny. <laughs> Sorry, I, I have to do that every time. Oh, you're cracking me up. All right, dude, I appreciate up. you making the time, man. I know you're you're pretty busy. Well, you're still flat out, so um, I appreciate you're you making the time. Still flat out. All right, bro. Thank still you, sir. I appreciate it. Let up the van and head down the road. Safe. Dude, uh, good luck. Yep, yes. Safe travels this weekend, guys. brother. All right, bye. All right, man. Take care. Bye. Later. You know what? I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad I changed his name. He told me at a race we were sitting in the pits. I was. I just stopped by to see him. I, you know, at the non-AFT races, I have more time so I can stop and, and visit with my friends and stuff. And I was sitting under his tent, and and he told me he goes, he goes, I really never liked being called Dirty Dave. Yeah. <laughs> so I started calling him Super Dave from Dave. Super Dave Osborne from way back it. in the day. And uh, it's stuck. Dude. Well, I'm making it stick. How's that? I'm making it stick. Two big regrets. <laughs> I didn't go to over. Regurts? I didn't. Regurt, no regrets. But two big regrets no from Flat Out Friday. Yeah. I didn't get over okay. to talk to Ezra. Like, I was running around, and once the, the show started, I was in the infield. Um, and I didn't talk to Ezra. So we, we're going to have to have him on for another episode because uh seems like a cool kid and got a pretty cool and, story. He just. He's under the weather right now. We, we were going to have him on here right now, so he's getting better. Uh, they did take him to the hospital to get him checked out. So he's just a little bit sick right now, so we will have Ezra. We'll have you on here as soon as you start feeling better. Second regret is I totally failed. I was supposed to bring a, a cape for Super Dave, and I didn't. So I'm going to have to figure that uh, out down the road. I know. I know. So Well, it, you know what? It, it When this comes out, it's going to be Friday. He's over in Pensacola. You could probably head over there right now and give him one for the Saturday and ooh, Sunday race. Now you're now. Oh, <laughs> damn it, dude. All right. If I drive to Pensacola to drop off a cape, that is dedication uh-huh. for that man. That is dedication. I might yeah. do. Don't put it past me. It's, um, a way, it's a ways away. It is. It's another you know, time you zone, think, bro. You think Florida? You think Florida? But I think when we leave Daytona to start driving home, I swear we're we're still we drive in Florida for like nine hours of the trip, and I'm True like, story. this state is never going to end. It's it reminds me of driving across Texas. If you go east to west across Texas on ten, nope. you got to stop and get gas. Yeah. You can't make it all the way across without getting gas. That's how big that state is. Florida seems like the same way. Like we leave, we stay uh, kind of out there by Volusia, and make our way towards Ocala, Ocala and then go north. And uh, man, it's it just seems like you're driving to Florida. So for you to get from Jacksonville all the way to Pensacola, that's a that's a day's trip. And like you said, it's a different time zone over there. Absolutely. And we actually probably should start planning our uh, our Florida time for next year because that's gonna be here before yeah. you know it, bro. 
Well, I talked to Steve Nace, mm-hmm. and he was headed down to Florida to do some work, and he's actually looking at a track or two because Savannah is closed down. It is. So uh, instead of starting at Savannah for Daytona Bike Week, he might start somewhere else. I'm not going to give any secrets away, but he's he's looked at a few tracks on the way down there. So uh, hopefully we'll find that out soon. Uh, obviously, all the riders right now, or a lot of riders are at the Panhandle Clash, four days of racing on three different racetracks. It starts on Thursday, which is today when we're recording it, but when this comes out, it'll be tomorrow, so it'll be day number two. But uh, they, they're going to have a lot of racers down there and a lot of fun. It's going to be uh, nonstop, I think. I mean, there's a lot. Uh, it, even if there's not races going on, there's riders that are moving down here and starting to practice for the mm-hmm. for the 22, 2022 season, man. So, um, yeah, and we talked a lot about Flat Out Friday, but there's another event that I did the week before, which I think we should probably dive into with a, with a future episode, uh, the Flat Out Futures okay. race with Johnny Lewis, man. That was a good time, too. So we'll, we'll have to dive into that one for sure here. Yeah, we, we definitely need a recap of that, maybe from some folks that went there, just like we did this one for Flat Out Friday. Uh, also, another thing we didn't put in the intro is there's a, no, a new series over there in England, mm-hmm. and maybe we'll have to make a phone call across the pond here pretty soon to get some more information about that. But, uh, man, all in all, it was a great uh, episode here, great podcast. Listen to four different views of Flat Out Friday and the Mama Tried Show. I'm glad you got to go and check it out for the first time, and uh, I wish I could have been there, but I, I, I had to be in Texas uh, making some money down there announcing. So There's always uh, March 4th. I, it's, I just wrote it in my calendar last night, actually. Yes, so, sir. Um, I love it. I might be already headed down to Florida, so we'll have to see if I can make all that work because uh, it sounds like just me and my dad are going to Florida next year taking the taking the bikes and heading down there and you know i don't get to ride a whole lot down there because i'm usually announcing for steve and then for aft so uh we'll see it'll be fun but uh thanks to all of our patrons we had this uh, little extra special 48 minute uh <laughs> get to know us a little bit better now it's just it's fun we, we always have fun with our patrons thanks for all your support thanks to all our listeners here on the podcast smash that like button tell all your friends and uh just keep on doing what you're doing. Carter, have a good weekend. I'm not even going to ask what you're doing because I don't want to tell everybody what I'm doing this weekend. It's a secret. Ooh. Maybe I can maybe I can talk about that next week. All right. How about Sounds that? We'll good. Just, we'll tease we'll tease it like that. Uh, thanks to everybody who uh, who made my flat first flat out Friday extra special. Um, thanks for everybody who came on the podcast. And uh, Ezra, take care of yourself, buddy. We'll be on. Uh, talk to you here in a future uh, episode. And uh, talk to you guys next week. Talk to you guys later. See ya. Peace. Later. Still there, JJ? Oh yeah, you want me to hang up? No, Car- Carter's. Car- he's trying to hop on. I don't know. He's having issues, but he was trying to hop <laughs> on. I think he wants to say bye to you, but he says right. later. He, he's str- he's struggling <laughs> right now. I can see it in his face. He's getting upset. <laughs> oh, the horns are coming out. He's turning oh, red. No.
No, he, oh, he, no, no. he just had some technical difficulties. <laughs> oh, 